This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club, available on video and podcast. My name is Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show, with ITFC aficionado David Diamond, and this week also joined by Joe Fares for a sometimes reverent but always informative hour of football conversation. Make your Monday. A blue Monday. Joe, you took it literally when I said look down the camera when I did the intro, didn't you? <laughs> eyeballed him. Eyeball to eyeball. Dave, how you doing? You're back. All right, mate. Yeah, yeah, back. Had a week off last week. Well, almost, because then I did a, did an hour with Stat on... Was that the Monday we did that? Yeah, on, um, on the Kevin Beattie, uh, on the passing of the beat. So that was, uh, yeah, a week off on the Sunday, but yeah, back into it on the Monday, yeah. And that, I've, yeah. known you, I've known you for a lot of years. You, you seem a bit chippy. You what, in, today? Yeah, you're in a bad mood. No, not at all. No, I'm good, actually. No, I'm worried. Perhaps I'm just a bit, you know, just a bit um, underwhelmed with everything, Ben, you know. Not the oh. pod, obviously, but no. uh, the, 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 um, the actual subject of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> the pod subject is, um, yeah, oh, wow. Well, but we'll get, we'll, we'll no doubt get onto that in a minute. And hot footing it from Prezzo in Lakeside. Ooh, Joe, Lakeside. Joe what, what, what pizza did you have? I just went for a simple margarita. Oh, oh didn't, didn't you have two fried eggs on it? <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. I've got so a reputation for being a diva now, haven't I? Ben's going to say, call that a pizza, no fried, no eggs. you got to have a, a Fiorentina, which makes me think of Gabriel Batistuta in that oh, beautiful oh. purple kit, yeah? Yeah. Going like this when he scores. <laughs> Love he it. Em- quite, oh, he did that quite often as well, didn't he? Enrico Chiesa. Dave, you've already <laughs> alluded to it. You had a bit of a weekend of it last week. So um, we go over this. We found out on Sunday um, that Kevin Beatty had died. So then we're all scrambling because um, we're like, what the hell are we going to do? And Dave's not booked on the show. So presumably he's taken Mrs. Diamond to Gordon Ramsay or 
something like that. He's got some. <laughs> he's got. He's got something planned. Um, and then you did the show on Monday, Dave. Mm. How how was how was last weekend for you? Because um, oh, it's been weird. Oh, you know, I've, I've, out of all of us, I think Harry has probably. I'm stat. No, I'm not sure stats saw him play, but you know, sort of fortunate enough, as I've said many times before, to see the guy play live. And for me, it's the um, obviously the first one of the great of the great era to die really well then certainly the cup final side to go albeit obviously nearly went 10 years prior to this where you know he was given the last rights by all accounts yeah it's sad funny i was, I was just out walking with uh, with mrs d and um the old whatsapp group sort of had a ping and it was mikey just you know kevin Beatty died about half three and then you called me a few minutes later yeah it was um yeah, sad, but really nice for me to be able to, obviously, you know, fortunate enough to do the pod and, and be able to do a sort of nice tribute to him, really. And Statman would kill me now if I didn't mention First of the Gang to Die, the Morrissey song there. Oh, of course. There you go. Yeah. That, would, that would fit yeah. perfectly. That's, that's... But Dave, thank you, for, thank you for doing that show and thank you to okay. Statman because um, that was off the cuff. And I spoke to Dave on Tuesday and for everyone who enjoyed that show and listened on audio... Dave did that with no notes whatsoever, all off the cuff and from the heart, from the from the memory. Absolutely brilliant stuff. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was nice. Uh, I know I spoke about that goal at Everton. It's really nice. I think uh, Justin put the the stills of the goal up, didn't he? And then uh, obviously the wizard that is Rich got the goal. I think it was Rich who got the goal up and stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I know I backtracked a bit because I said, yeah, he's above the bar. Then I thought he couldn't have been above the bar, could he? <laughs> yeah. But obviously he was. So yeah, <laughs> incredible, stuff. incredible. Yeah. Um, moving on from one hunking great centre-back, rest in peace, Kevin <laughs> Beattie, to another hunking great centre-back, Joe. James Collins will not be signing for Ipswich Town. He's now going to go and train with Aston Villa. I don't know if we're going to train with them and just just keeping himself fit. Um, thoughts on the non-signing of, of James Collins, Joe? I wasn't I wasn't too disappointed with it personally. I, I, because we can't drop Chambers because we've got no leaders on the pitch. And then you've got NCR and Pennington who have both sort of acquitted themselves well enough here. So I don't think we needed that fourth senior centre-back. So Dave? I'm not, not too worried. I agree with Joe. I think, yeah, had had he not bought Pennington in, then obviously there would be a need for one, and I wouldn't have been averse to it then. But I think now he's got Pennington, as Joe said. I think Pennington has acquitted himself really well. Um, so yeah, I couldn't really see see the point of that. I wonder, although perhaps not so much now. There was talk of even him potentially going back to West Ham, but I think they had a clean. I think they had a clean sheet with Chelsea today. I think they kept Chelsea in nil nil, and I think obviously they they won at, um, at Everton last week. That always happens. Um, always, so, um, always the same. Always the same. Always the same. Same, same, same question. Don't know. Very, <laughs> very, very, if very much so wasn't there. Yeah. Diamond, Diamond's phone ringing. Tick that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, no, I'm not too sorry about that. Whether he goes to, yeah, probably end up at Villa or, some, or something. Yeah, it's a two-game It's a two game podcast, a, a three-game week. So, I'm going to delay nice. no longer. We're going to go to the Brentford game and... How many times over the past couple of years have we had this moment where the team comes out onto... It's Teresa. Is that <laughs> she's pod- in the house. Is that a podcast debut? Unbelievable. I, I don't, don't quite know what happened there. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, watch watch on YouTube this week and you'll actually get to see Mrs. D come in there on the phone. A podcast yeah. exclusive. Where was I? How many times have we had moments supporting Ipswich Town where 
you you know I, I'm driving in you're usually an hour away from kickoff and you Joe you're in corporate somewhere Dave you're probably still at home because you live close um, and you you waiting you waiting for the for the thing to come through on Twitter got the got the alert set up and <laughs> you read the team and you're just like well I'm not even going to send anything to on text because I know I'm going to receive about <laughs> 50 tweets and 20 texts in a minute before you guys comment let's just go through this team. And let's just point out how bullshit I've been saying Paul Hurst will never play anything other than 4-2-3-1. That's his system. We did a 4-1-4-1, just reconfigure the middle three. But he won't play the back, the three centre-backs and, and the wing-backs. And what do we get on uh, Tuesday night? Gherkin in goal. And we get three centre-backs. Spence, Penning, uh, Pennington, Chambers and Knudsen. Danassian then plays left wing-back. Uh, Spence plays right wing back. Jalibur and Skews sit. Ward um, is playing in an attacking midfield. Or is he going to man mark Josh McEachern? Let's find out. Uh, and Jackson and Harrison up front. With Dave, we'll come to you first. What were your thoughts when you saw that selection and that system come through? I think it was Joe that posted on WhatsApp. I said at first, like, he's taken 18 names and he's thrown them all in the air. And, you know, the, the ones that have come down face up, he's playing. And then Joe, I think, posted the um, the WhatsApp um, Instagram thing with the um, with the lottery with the lottery balls, didn't you? Was it you, was you posted that? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was just how it was. It was just, frankly, quite bizarre, really. Um, yeah, I just didn't see it coming at all. I don't know what was more surprising, the five at the back or the two up front. I'm not sure. But... Um, Spoiler alert, didn't really work. <laughs> Strategically, Joe, why did he do it? I, I think he's almost lost his nerve a little bit. And he's just <laughs> trying to stumble, stumble across something that works, it seems. Uh, strategically, I think he wanted to get bodies behind the ball against Brentford, put put more men behind the ball. But we just we just did not keep the ball at all in that first half. It was like a hot potato. Um, I think there was a sense he wanted a fit guy, Ward, with McEachern and mm-hmm. I think he wanted double security um, each side because you know sometimes with three at the back you can end up um, with kind of two on each side and you know that Dalsgaard and Watkins are going to come forward together and uh, Barbe and who was it Ben Rama are going to come forward together Ooh, I think he wanted I liked it. he was a good player he's a good player I think he wanted ben security Rama. on both sides and someone on the deep line playmaker he basically said I'm terrified of Brentford um, and I want to try and stop them, Dave. Yeah, I agree. And uh, to be honest, I thought Ward or whoever did quite a good job of McEachern because I didn't really notice him pulling too many strings or not. Not in, you know, I didn't really notice him much at all. So to that point, for that point of view, it worked. But they were still pretty much carving us open. Um, and you know, yeah, they should have been. Let's face it. By half time, they should have been out of sight. So some good chances in the first half. Let's go to the first goal. Joe, do you want to take this one? So this is uh, Neil Morpai on 30 minutes. Ipswich are kind of, they've hemmed themselves in and they're doing that Ipswich thing where they have 25 different chances to get 10 yards up the pitch, but don't seem to, don't seem to manage to do it. Uh, what, what happens next, um, Joe? Um, I've, I've sort of tried to blank the game from my memory, really. <laughs> the, the first half of it anyway, but... <laughs> We we have three or four opportunities to clear the ball, and then I think it sort of ends up. I think it comes off Spence. Oh, does it potentially where a ball loops up in the air? I think it's Ward. I think it's Ward actually. Ward is back there. And, and yeah, I think it's Ward. It's all yeah off his heel, isn't it? Yeah, weird one. Uh, yeah, Mopai's on on about the penalty spot, and he just it's a it's a really good header to be I fair. It's a great so, goal. That's clever, really yeah, clever goal. 
goalkeeper doesn't stand a chance. It's right in the no. top corner. There's no there's no pace on the ball. It's just dropping to him. He generates a hell of a lot of power and a lot of distance on it, and it just floats into the top corner. A really good goal. And yeah, pro- probably deserved, Dave, at, at that point, would you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Awful, mate. We were, we were really, I mean, really worse than awful. Threatful, yeah. And such a shame after, you know, the um, the old players being there at the start, you know, the cup final, most of the cup final side and other players from that era being there. So, you know, the night was there, poised, ready to go. And it was just, from our point of view, just such a damn squib, wasn't it, that first half? God, yeah, it was dreadful. Indeed. Um, we won't, um, we're not TMZ, so we won't go into all the rumours that were flying around at half time. but it was starting to... <laughs> Starting to get pretty um pretty dark. Um, I went and saw Dave out the back of the stand, and all a little bit depressing. And frankly, I didn't expect him to make the changes um that he did at half time. But we come back out. Well, you made it. You you made a good comment, I think, at half time, which struck struck a chord with me when you said, "Oh, you know, I was fairly I was fairly up, and you know, I could see I could see what he, I've been seeing what he's trying to do. You've seen most of the games up until last Saturday, up until the whole game, and then tonight." And you were shaking your head saying, I just can't see where it's going. Mm, indeed. Um, so second I, I half. Re- Sorry, Joe, go on. I think, I think the regression from sort of Sheffield Wednesday away game to the Norwich game, to the Hull game, to that first half at Brentford. We There's were a definite line there, isn't worse there? and worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally so, agree with you yeah. on that. Um, so Nolan comes in for Spence. Edwards comes in for Harrison, and normally I can think on my feet. I had to rewrite the whole formation. <laughs> I was so confused with what was going on. So you know, we've got a back four. Danassian has gone from left wing back to right back. Pennington's what? gone from right side of three into Chambers. Knudsen's gone from centre back to left back. Uh, Skews and Chalibur um, are basically the only ones who have stayed where they are. Um, Edwards has come in down the right. Ward has now moved to the left. Nolan's come in the ten position, um, and Jackson's. <laughs> up front on his own. So complete reshuffle and, and back to um, back to what we expect Paul Hurst to be kind of building on and, you know, getting the getting the juices flowing. And Joe, it was um well, well it was a lot better in the in the second half. What was what was different? Well I think I think we'd gone from a position in the first half where we were sitting behind the ball just trying to stop them and in the second half we decided no we're going we're going to try and take the game to them and press them high up the pitch. We didn't like so the only person we really allowed time the ball was a goalkeeper. We didn't allow the goalkeeper to pass it short to their full back so they they couldn't build it. And we just moved ourselves probably 20 yards up the pitch and just pushed on from there. And yes we did get caught out a couple of times but you're going to get caught out against a side like Brentford but it was it was just so much, that's the Paul Hurst that I'd been expecting sort of from day one here the high press pushing up r- really working hard and that's sort of what I'd expect and I, I was really sort of came away from the game thinking that second half has potentially saved him and he stumbled across something there. Um, Dave, thoughts on what Joe's just said and can you segue into the goal for Caden Jackson for us? As yeah, well? I agree with what Joe said and I've, I've banged on about that before that sometimes you sort of stumble on something. Um, you know, you stumble on a formation and it, and it sort of kind of worked and it did second half. Although, uh, looking at it another way, probably Brentford had more clear-cut chances second half than they did in the first half. I mean, some, some lovely four. One, one, of, one of them would have been a great goal where they just, uh, I think, won the ball wide and passed, you know, from through Canos and, you know, passed it square. But um, And, yeah, we, we were... Yeah, it was, it, was, it was fairly even second half, but we were certainly playing... A, we were more on the front foot. Yeah, as Joe said, we were pressing higher up the pitch. And, um, 
Yeah, probably. I think I think what Knudsen had a had a pretty good effort. Perhaps should have done better with Smart stayed by by the um, keeper low down, and we yeah probably just about in the end deserved the equaliser. Um, which was it? Was it seventy minutes? Something like that? Was it seventy? Um, if you carry know. on and do it, I can tell you seventy two. Two minutes. Um, I think it originally comes from a sort of a typical Knudsen loopy cross, which goes out too far. Skews does really well because Skews, I think Barbet's perhaps wide left, looking to looking to just bang it big up the line, and Skews closes Watt- him down. I think it's Watkins, Dave. Is it what? Possibly. Watkins, I just, I, if I'm wrong I about that, I'm wrong. Barbet yeah. on the left side, but might well have been. Um, um, and he closes him down well. Watkins just can only pass it, I don't know, 10, 20 yards up the line, straight towards, slips in Chalabar. And it, I mean, a good thing about it, Chalabar, is, it's a really good cross because it's an early one. He gets it out of his feet quite early and just clips in a good cross with pace. And I've got to say, a great finish by Jackson. He's obviously got across his man. And, all, all the, you know, it's one of those crosses where a bit like the cross for, um, we've got another goal this season like that. Um, Lawrence McGinn to um, Codger. McGinn to Codger, oh, and certainly yeah, McGinn to Codger, and also um, Lawrence for Lawrence for Derby from the cross from Bennett. That sort of oh, goal. Yes. The cross makes a goal, and and Jackson just gets on it, and yeah, great, great finish, really good finish, and so, yeah, one-one. Um, yeah, yeah, pro- probably just about deserved, you know. Joe, when we did the preview show, you were telling me about Jalabur and you were saying, look, it's it's now or never. If you get him, he's going to be he's going to be too good next season. Mm-hmm. When he when he received that ball and just moved forward and put that beauty cross in I was kind of like is that the player that that, that Joe was telling me it was a beautiful assist wasn't it yeah so it was a really good cross it's not it's not something that I even expected him to have in his game really a cross like that because he's always been a central player but I, I, I know he did play right back for sort of Chelsea and sort of a number of times so he's obviously a player there but he is a player that can do everything I would say but it's just a case of putting it together and boys, one word answer, um, Dave, is Caden Jackson, he's now basically played himself into the striking position. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, Joe? Yes, yeah. He started to look really useful in that game. And it was, you, you kind of, you've got Harrison, who seemed to have had a lot of aerial work to do. But when you slid it behind um, for Jackson, he really is quick, isn't he? Oh, show, I mean, it showed yesterday. We'll get on to that. But, yeah, just a shame he couldn't finish that one at the end. There's a lovely bit of play. Really nice ball from Downs, um, who obviously um, was looking to redeem himself after having a bit of a mare at uh, uh, Hull, obviously. Lovely sharp ball, and um, and he was on it. And it just, it just his first touch, or perhaps second touch, just wasn't good enough. Just got it out of his feet a bit, and he obviously hit the, hit the side net, and that was a good chance, that shame. Okay, few technical problems. Um, Dave, we just dealt with Jackson, but let's just go to summings up on that one. Are we are we back in the not winning but positives? Are we in the could have been calamitous but survived by the skin of our teeth, um, Joe? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a definite game of two halves, and I think we learned that the three at the back did not suit us at all. But I actually walked away from the game thinking. If we play like we did in that second half, we'll win more than we lose. And if we can if we can carry that form on for the rest of the season, then there's no way we'll go down. Dave? Yeah, yeah, pretty much agree with that, really. Yeah, it was much um, much more positive second half. Yeah, that experiment in the first half clearly did not work. How, how, so, good yeah. a, how good a Brentford, Dave? Out the back, you said 
They're not going to finish top two, but they'll finish. The I just playoffs. don't. I just don't think they will. They'll just give you. A, they'll give you chances, won't they? I don't think they'll finish top two. Yeah, yeah. There's enough. There's enough talent in the side, and they play some nice football. There's enough. There's enough there to get them in the in the playoffs. I'd have thought, but I can't see. I just can't see them being consistent enough for top two. And well, yeah, and perhaps, yeah. Result yesterday bore that out a bit. Right, Joe on Brentford. Yeah, really good side. I just don't think they're going to score. They, they missed too many chances for me. That Mopai, he's, he's scored a lot of goals this season already, but he looks like he could have had double what he's scored just from watching the highlights. He misses some absolute sitters. And I think when it comes down to the business end in those big games, you have to take those chances. Well, big games, big occasions. We're all about big occasions here at the Blue Monday podcast. And on November the 24th, we have our yeah. own Link. big occasion. Dave, it's the Blue Monday Live show November the 24th at the Curve Bar. We announced this last week and 10% of the tickets immediately went. So there's a lot of people um, saying, oh, yes, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. And this isn't me with my businessman sales pitch hat on, because if we're going to do that, I'd get Dave to do that because he's far better at it than than me anyway. I think what was positive there, Ben, that we, we announced the ticket sales before Ed Sheeran announced his Ipswich dates, which I think was pretty crucial, don't you? Well, and no one will moan about our ticket prices then, won't they, when, <laughs> when they see it? <laughs> when they tenth, see Ed's. A tenth um, of what Ed is. Joe, I went and had a look at the venue. So we've got um, side bit, we've got our own private bar, and then it'll be upstairs um, into the, into the um, upper floor for the show. We've got uh, Dave's confirmed, Harry from Bath's confirmed, uh, Joe is confirmed. There's going to be a little this week in ITFC history with Dave. And um, what, what was happening on the Kings of Anglia podcast, Joe? Well, Andy and Stu, or Andy revealed that him and Stu will be live at the festival too. So you should have just been announcing that just now. But um, cat out of bag. Yes, um, I saw Andy and Stu from EADT on Tuesday night briefly. And then um, they had to get that approved. Um, so they're going to come and do a bit as well. We're going to have all sorts of quizzes there. You know, there's, there's going to be some surprises, Dave. Stat's going to be there, isn't he? Stat's going to be there. No, I didn't. I said there's a This Week in ITFC History segment, uh, which can only mean the Renegade Statman. But in uh, all seriousness, this is something we've been planning for. Um, well, we haven't been planning for it. People have asked us to do it for about two years, haven't they, Dave? Um, when, it just be, when it was just me and you <laughs> yeah it was quite good Some, someone did say that um were we going to wheel in for authenticity the old clothes era from the, oh, from the original pod bunker no i don't know where that is that's in clothes era clothes horse um hell somewhere but it's going to be a great event we're really really looking forward to it if you go to um at blue monday itfc on twitter um, you'll be able to find the link on eventbrite.co.uk. Um, please grab some tickets in advance because we know we're going to be running around two days before trying to sort everybody out with, with tickets. You can just buy them now. It's really, really is. It's going to be a great day. Um, everyone's going to join in. We're going to record it live. It's going to go out as a podcast. So when we do the so questions the, and stuff, after, CV after game. The West, after the West Brom game, isn't it? Yeah, it's after we face. The, my new favourite triumvirate of Barnes, Rodriguez and Gale. <laughs> We're going to have a lovely old time. It's, it's a couple of hours after we face free scoring West Brom. <laughs> but it's going to be fun. It's at seven o'clock, so go to the game. You can either go straight to the curve and have some drinks there. We've got a, our own bar there. You can go and get something to eat and then 
come back. It's going to be brilliant. CV games back. Um, I've plugged it for too long now, haven't I? Yeah, nice one, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy a nice ticket, one. Joe. Buy a ticket. It's going to be, it's going to be lovely. Now, something I did was I bought a ticket for Ipswich Town versus Bolton Wanderers this past Saturday. Why? Every time I do a really good seg, Dave, literally, he's like, awful. You're no, 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 no. Agreeing. Your link, your linkage is, your linkage is superb tonight. Absolutely Seem, superb. Seamless. Seamless. Seamless link. Seamless. Unbelievable, I, mate. I did uh, buy a ticket, Dave. Polished. But, Polished. Ipswich Town versus the Bolton Wanderers. Um, for Where did you sit? Where were you sitting yesterday? I didn't notice. Where directly were you? above you, Dave. Block Ooh. Block H of the Pioneer. Central. Cent- central. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. A little bit more central. <laughs> Lovely seat. Do you know why I like it? Had no one in front of me. Whole aisle. No. Back row. Yeah. Stretch Love my feet that. out. Um, yeah. You know me. If I could, if I could sit in an isolated booth at football and nobody touch me, look at me, or talk to me ben, for the whole Ben's game. Ben's idea was sit, sitting. He wouldn't want to be in a box, but sitting on his own chaise lounge in a smoking jacket <laughs> with, a, with a cigarette holder. <laughs> <laughs> like that room you <laughs> get if you pay extra at the theatre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. I'm. Oh, actually, so, yeah, with some with some theatre glasses as well. Oh, yeah, the little binoculars and some some ice cream. Yeah, I'm everything Roy Keane was talking about when he, <laughs> when he when he blamed about the Old Trafford um, atmosphere. There you go, Ipswich versus Bolton. And Joe, this is the one. Everybody said right. This is the one. There's a three game week coming up. We play well against Brentford. It's game number nine. We're going to get the win. We're at home to Bolton. What were your expectations going in? I was expecting the same team, same style as the second half, just to go at Bolton from the off and to get a nice sort of two or three, two or three goal victory. <laughs> Easy as that. Um, well, you nearly got the same team. So um, the big uh, selection thing here was that Toto and Ciala, is he a scouser? I heard him interviewed yes. the yes. other day. I expected yeah, him ever. to have some, far, what, what, nas- he... what nationality is <coughs> Oh, God, we've been through this, haven't we? I don't know. Congo. Was he, was he, was he, Congo. Con- so I expected Congo, him to have Congolese. some like, thick Congolese accent. And I, I, I think that's right, Joe. He, he started with the Everton Academy, didn't he? I believe. Yeah, well, I well, think he, so. Because I, I had him interviewed the other day, and he's, he came from the Congo. He'd lived in Paris till he was about 12, and then <laughs> speaks with a thick Scouse accent. <laughs> Brilliant. There you go. Anyway, we wondered whether Hurst would bring his boy in Ciala straight back in. And I think from our discussions between... Uh, the Blue Monday team, we expected him to be on the bench for Danassian to keep his place and for, you know, to not give himself that headache. But it was Gherkin and Goldnitz and left back, uh, Chambers and Ciala. So Ciala came straight in and Ipswich Town have a centre-back playing at right-back again. So Pennington, who we all, I think we all agree is a pretty damn good player and, you know, We'd like, we'd like him in the team all season, if possible. So, um, Skews and Chalibur are holding. And this is the, the team, Joe, that finished Brentford. Uh, Edwards, Nolan, Ward are the three. Uh, and Jackson off the <clears> front. <throat> um, Dave, that that selection, the Danassian, with, with hindsight or without hindsight, what are your thoughts on, on that defensive well, configuration? Well, we, know, we know why, because they're still, they can't, because of the loanee situation and the number of loanees, they still haven't, I mean, it's, I just can't, it's ridiculous when you think about it, they still haven't sorted out this work permit for Donassian, so he can't be, you know, someone's got to drop out, and he, I mean, it doesn't rain, it pours, he obviously clearly made the decision that he wanted Walters, who had been struggling all week, obviously missed the whole game, 
um, with a, I think Achilles, I think Achilles injury, or yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd obviously been tra- I'd obviously trained towards the end of the week, and he wanted him in the squad, and so he had him on the bench. And Danassian was the um, was the one to uh, was the one to drop out. Is Danassian the new Freddie Sears? Is he is he the full guy <laughs> when when a decision needs to be made? Uh, well, I'll be, well, sorry, Ben. Clearly, he is at the moment until we get this bloody work permit sorted out. I mean, it's oh, I don't know. Couldn't make it up. I don't think. Well, I suppose it isn't going to matter now because I can't I can't imagine John Walters. It's going to be back soon. Nah. No, I mean, it, it, now when I saw him, uh, spoiler alert, but when I saw him at the end, he, he, he didn't walk. He's supported by two of the medical staff. And um, yeah, it didn't look like he's, I think um, her subsequently said it was his calf and he had, he had ice and a pack around his calf. It didn't look like he's, it was high for his Achilles. So yeah, that looked a bad one. Um, I gained some notoriety on YouTube for having a complete meltdown at um, the Reebok Stadium in January when these two teams last played. And I promise you, this wasn't as bad. This game wasn't as bad as that one. That one was just the pits, honestly. This was at least the ball stayed in play for more than three minutes. Oh, that half was the game in this game. I remember that one. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't great, Dave. Um, uh, Bolton seemed to have, you know, some threat. They were gnarly to play against, as we expected. But um, I think it's minute 33. We will skip straight to and do you want to take us through this red card situation yeah it's a, a really good bit of play from ward i mean that, that just shows what he can do which is which well, i got chambers I beforehand dave chambers what do you chambers do? wins two 50 50s and clears oh, it up okay. the line breaks, beforehand Brilliant. For ward. okay yeah i forgot about that but ward um and I don't know about you, Joe, it he, he, he just shows what he can do. It infuriates me a bit because he's got that in his locker, hasn't he? So good he's bit a of close good player, control. He? Yeah, good bit of close control. So glided past, glided past, broke the line, as we say, glided past, um, you know, defend, um, the guy who's marking him and another defender, I think, plays in, and a lovely little ball, plays in Jackson. That's where he showed his pace because he was level with Wilson, I think, and he left him absolutely for dead. Ref, where I was, I was dead level with that, got it exactly right. The first, he pulled Jackson originally outside the box and then, yeah, there was a second sort of trip and a stumble inside the box. And I think the ref got that nailed on. He definitely, the first contact was outside the box. And um, yeah, and I, yeah, he had, obviously had the balls to um, to pull the to pull the red card, which was the right decision, I think. Joe? He was in. Yeah, no, I, I agree with Dave. The only, the only sort of thing that I thought I saw is it looked like when Ward had the ball on the touchline, it looked like it actually went off for a throw-in. But oh, if, it, if it didn't go off, it was very, very close to it. Right, and, yeah. But Jackson, that, that, that was like that said, was never out, Joe. I was at least forty meters from that. That never went out. <laughs> but but Jackson was it, there was no trick. He just knocked the ball past Wilson oh, and just ran, and just ran him, just absolutely quick. ran him, and yeah. he could not he could not live with him. And uh, like I say, I suppose interestingly, had Wilson fouled him two yards later, he wouldn't have been sent off, would he? Because it'd have been a penalty. And and I, I said in my match review, I almost would have preferred uh, with hindsight that would have been a better outcome. Oh. From no, most definitely. And the game panned because, out. Yeah, definitely. you knew exactly Bolton were going to go to this 4-4-1. Um, <laughs> Dave, what did you make of little Otsuma and have you ever seen a shorter player? No, I haven't. I liked him. Oh, Jody Morris, I'd say. He was in the Jody nah, Morris This guy bracket. must have been five feet two, must Dr- he? Do you think Morris is taller than him? Yeah, Morris was pretty short, wasn't he? But yeah, he, he was tiny, wasn't he? Neat and tidy little player, but... Um, yeah, he looked like um, he looked like his mum was calling him in for tea when he got called <laughs> off. When he got, <laughs> I always, I always feel sorry for the guy who gets subbed when when someone gets a red card in the first half because it's not well, it's not really well, fair, is it? 
So it's obviously, I think, you know, they were obviously going to go 4-4-1, and they, I think they say, well, they're not going to get rounders, so it's going to be aerial bombardment. So they put on, I forget who, I mean, no, they put, Wheatle, they put on Wheatley, yeah. who's about six foot three. He must have been at least a foot taller, a foot and a bit taller than the guy who went off. So, yeah, it was an easy decision. Um, yeah, and I agree with you, Ben. It, it, it was, yeah, it was always going to be a slog after that. We were going to have a lot of the ball, but, yeah, um, might have the nails to break them down. Yeah, so, I mean, you've, you've, pretty much nailed the whole rest of the game there Dave by saying the, the, nails, the nails to break them down so we get up to half time and um, it's well we we didn't really know how to play how to play the 10 men for we were confused for the for the rest of the first half and I'm sitting there thinking right everybody stay calm you've got 45 minutes to score a goal you don't have to do it. Ian Wright always says if it's the third minute or the 83rd minute get your chance score the goal so um, the change he makes seems seems sensible, um, but with hindsight, it just clogged the area um, it, where Bolton's it, deep it, midfielders were. Chalabar was on a yellow, wasn't he, Joe? Yeah, so, yeah um, he was. Yeah. So Chalabar comes out, so possible red card risk, but moreover, yeah. Dave, he's taking one holding guy out. That, what, but what that served to do, though, was it really did clog everything, but that's how Bolton wanted it. Edwards and Ward um, switch sides, and it's the yeah. it's the four one four one more the the formation we saw at Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday, where just just one one holding guy in there. Um, and uh, I don't know really if I want to talk about this second half. Um, Joe, can you summarise from forty six to um, the double substitution at sixty eight? Crap. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, no. we, we, did, we didn't do anything. We didn't move the ball quickly. We just, we were just ponderous. We, Newton was getting up on the left, but Pennington, as expected, being a centre back, wasn't wasn't pushing on on the right. We weren't overloading them. We didn't we didn't get balls into the box. And anything that did go in was just either floated too deep or hit the first man. The, the only person that was giving us any drive from the midfield was Scoose, was picking the ball up and making forward runs. And that was the only time we had any success. And I didn't really understand the decision to take him off. So, I know he's yeah, that's a good segue. screening midfielder. Let's go to the substitutions because that's, that's a good way to get there. So we're going to go 4-4-2 now. Graham's going to come in for Ward. Walters is going to come in for Skews. Um, so uh, Edwards goes right again. Graham's down the left. Um, how about this for a hard tackle in midfield for Graham, Eden, Nolan, Edwards across the midfield there. Um, Dave, why did he why did he take skews off and leave I Nolan on? I Nolan, I, I really like Nolan, but he was pathetic, wasn't he? No, no, no. He just doesn't take a risk. I watched him yesterday, and I like I, I like him. I'll tell you, I like him. There's a player there, you know. I, I quite like the way he's too. He's obviously two-footed. He's quite comfortable getting the ball out of his feet, left foot, right foot. But he's so safe, Ben. He oh, and you know he'll pass, and he won't follow the pass. So yesterday, I think it, you know what it cried out for. You know when you receive that ball, I don't know 30, 40 yards out, get it into your strike and follow the ball in. You know for a on a one-two or just following the second ball. But he just didn't. He just passed and hung back and. Very, very safe, very safe, and Joe said very ponderous. Um, and Eden was, and I, I like Eden. I think Eden's a really good player, neat and tidy. But even he was sloppy in possession, as dreadful, just careless with the ball. You know, when he, you know, when he, when he, you know, it was crucial that you weren't up. You know, in that, in that, you know, when you're up against four and four, very, very sloppy all over. I thought. So 
the pressure was building. The pressure built um, up until that substitution. Um, and then it kind of subsided for five minutes after um, after that sub as they readjusted. And then you get the just the most Ipswich thing possible where you've got your one-man advantage, you're tiring the team down, you're... You know, you, you're wearing the opponents out. And on 78 minutes, Joe, what happens? John Walters runs, is sort of running the ball down the sort of edge of the area and then pulls up lane. <laughs> I, I thought he just miscontrolled it at first, but David's uh, not went, not an Achilles, no, was it? No, don't think so. No, they're saying it's a calf. So, and like I said, when he went off, he had his yeah, around the back of his leg, not low on his ankle. It was um, if, it, if if it had done his Achilles like that, if he ruptured his Achilles, that had got the golf cart on. Definitely, he wouldn't have walked off like that. So they say it's his calf. So yeah, it looked a bad one. He, you know, yeah, as you said earlier, this might solve the Donassian thing for a few weeks anyway. Yeah, and um, Paul Hurst alluded to this in his post-match. He said that the players didn't process that happening very well. They automatically... He, he, I think what he was getting at is that they seemed to think that they were a man light now when they weren't. It was just 10 versus 10 and um, there was yeah, more space. Maybe. Oh, and okay. yeah. and I, I don't know... You know when you guys are talking about the passing and this and that? Um, I don't know whether this just goes into... They just look terrified. They're so low on confidence and not wanting to... Not wanting almost, to lose. Um, it's almost, Nolan especially, it's almost too deliberate. You know, he's almost been trying to be too careful with the ball. And when you're like that and you're not playing naturally and off the cuff and stuff, you're not relaxed. What it is, they're not relaxed on the ball. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? They're just not, you know, you've got to relax, pick a pass, be, you know. They're just too tense, for God's sake. We're, yeah, and it's, we're, we're not a side that's very good in possession. We, no, we're, we're not. not a side that, we're not a team that likes to have the ball. We're a team that wants to get the ball, attack relatively quickly, give the ball back, and then try and try and win it back. We're not. As soon as we start passing the ball amongst our defenders and our midfielders, we just look like we're just waiting to lose it. There's no. It's not like when you see. Obviously, it's not like this. But when you see like Barcelona, it's just pop, 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 wait, waiting for that sort of thing to open up. It's pass. But, but, but at, it, at the same level, touch, Joe. Fulham, Fulham and Wolves last year at our level, yeah. Oh, Brentford on yeah. Tuesday. They get the ball. They're positive. They pass. They get men round the ball. If they move it, if they want to move it one touch, they move it one touch. We don't. It's it's a pass. Take a touch. Roll roll yeah. it to Enciala. Enciala knocks it back across to very Nixon. deliberate and very deliberate and predictable and just easy to play against. Mm. Interesting. So um, we see the game out. There's um, a great block by um, Enciala. I think from. Uh, that was Chambers, actually. Was it Chambers? Beg your Chambers, from, brilliant. From, yeah. from Weeter. As Weeter. Did Hobbs head it down for him? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, possibly. Right, sorry, yeah, I've got that the wrong way. Yeah, around. great. Brilliant um, defender. But Dave, um, Jordan Graham did his um, 30 seconds of, oh, I am actually a good player that he does um, every oh, Very game. good. I mean, that was good. That was crying out for that. So he got the ball wide left and real burst of pace and, you know, cut inside as he does. But, we, but as we know, what that, we know his sort of signature move, really, don't we? But... Um, Got the free kick, and that, that was the best delivery of the day, because I've got to say, Ward's deliveries yesterday were pathetic. I've got to say, they're just high, loopy corners that are just so easy to defend. Um, and a great ball in, and a great header from Chambers. What a save. I mean, I was right behind that. I thought it was more in the corner, actually, but um, yeah, I thought, actually, at the time, I thought, that's just an incredible save. It's really good, strong hand from, from Alec. That was the only save he had to make all game, um, wasn't it? Um, and unfortunately for us, he 
pulled it out and uh, it went wide. Great save. Mm. That, that was really, it. That was a chance. That yeah, was that the sum really of it, really. Being the only chance. So, I don't think Joe, Bolton had a shot. Bolton didn't have an effort on target, I don't think. Well, I mean, I said in my post-match, Dave, as as soon as you get a guy sent off after 33 and you're away from home, if you leave that place with a clean sheet, then done, job done, move on, don't don't lose. Yeah, the big guy was at at McGuinness up front. It was a bit of a lovey. Was he really? No, he won everything against Chambers. Yeah, he's so slow, but yeah, but what what he gave him because he's such a unit, he gave him a presence. Which yeah, he was a good out for that point of view. Yeah, he was a presence. I don't think he did much. I don't think he did much, but yeah, he gave him a presence, which was um, yeah, good for them. I was surprised, given he had no support, they didn't just say, "Look, Nciala, you when the ball goes up, you you take him." There's no there's no other danger, and you'd rather have Chambers receiving the ball. Because we got one of my favourite players, but you know, Noon. Oh, I love Noon, but he didn't feature at all really he was there but he didn't really didn't really feature did he so very disappointing so disappointing joe what is the um what's your what's your thoughts on it's another draw um we're going to see in the question some people argue that we're not actually that bad defensively his first clean sheet actually um unbeaten at home but i think everybody's now looking as each game ticks on and there's a zero in the in the win column that it's just um it's beginning to get absurd the length of i mean i don't know statman will tell us the last time ipswich went nine games without a win or dave you might know from probably jewel or um well we certainly i don't know nine games i don't know we certainly went um we didn't we go seven games without the goal last year didn't we well we got draws in those oh no you're right sorry it must have been what led to Jules sacking, I think, because we ended up, I think we won the second yeah. game of the season, then we sacked him after 12 and we hadn't won again, so that must have been 10 games. Yeah, but yeah. Um, why why, why was this one particularly deflating, Joe? Because Bolton aren't a very good side, we're at home, <laughs> we're playing against 10 men for an hour and we didn't threaten. Like I say, had, had we just battered the gut the goal down the keeper made three or four good saves hit the bar hit the post really went for it but the game was so flat and the players just didn't see didn't seem to understand that we needed to score a goal here we we were playing at times like we were one nil up and we were happy with the, with the, that goal yeah i i actually think they were going for it and they just couldn't do it mm. yeah. do, you know, do you know what i mean they weren't good enough well i agree i just weren't good enough they weren't good enough to pass the ball through. weren't good enough to. How many times did we actually get to the get to the line yesterday? Don't think once, did we? No, I don't. I can't think of one. So it wasn't a case of you know getting to the line and bad service, you know, final ball or anything like that. Which is we didn't have any of that service around the box at all. Yeah, the, the set, the corners were dreadful. Um, we didn't have anything. I didn't think yesterday. Was he unlucky with Walters or? It's very easy to say, oh, that was silly when you know that he he's going to get injured. But surely that's that's a bit of bad luck, Joe, isn't it? I, I, well, it's it's always bad luck if a player gets injured. But what I what I find difficult to understand is we hear about Andre Dazelle. He he can't get back in the team because his knees not up to not up to football. Even though he's playing ninety minutes week in week out, John Walters, by all accounts, doesn't train every day. He's had an Achilles injury, which has forced him to miss a game on Tuesday. But yet he's deemed fit enough to come on for 25 minutes on on Saturday. Well, 
this this fitness stuff that Hurst talks about just seems to have so many double standards about it. It seems to be really super fit. Seemed to be really convincing at the start of his tenure, Joe, didn't it? I was when he talked about fitness, I was like, oh, this guy's this guy's on it with the fitness, you know. Yeah, and and that's what he's gone on and on about. But then we we play games where someone like without harking back to previous games, Jordan Graham comes in for the Norwich game and isn't fit at all. Like I say, John John Walters was puffing and puffing after about an hour against both Norwich and Hull and it's like if you want to get your players fit and you want to have a real strong pressing game you get your players fit you sign John Walters and you give him a two week intensive sort of training session to get him up to speed Just you do the same with Jordan Graham I, I don't know it, it just seems it all seems a bit panic at the moment for me Dave I'm going to go to the um, questions because I think we can sit and discuss now but I think we'll steal some of the listeners thunder so I'll, I'll come to you first, Dave. Um, this is uh, Jay Cook. I think that's Jonathan. Is, is that Jay Cook, possibly? I, uh, sorry if I got that wrong. Um, Dave, your verdict on Nolan. In my view, he's a passenger in most games, playing in a position where we need someone to orchestrate. Eden looks so much better on and off the ball. Time for Dazelle. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, I think Nolan, very surprised he didn't. Very surprised he stayed on yesterday, actually, because clearly... Like I said, I think there's a player in there, but he's clearly suffering lack of confidence, I think. You know, and it's one of those things yesterday, the harder he tried, pretty much the worse he got yesterday. Do you um, both so yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Do you both agree with me that he's very much got Anciala and Nolan's backs? It seems like they're his boys, aren't they? Seems like well, it. Yeah. He did drop Nolan on Tuesday, in fairness. Oh he did actually true. You're right. Yeah, he did. True. No, you're he right. did, thank you. Um Joe, this is uh Vinamipo, um, you can come in on this one as well, Dave. How accountable is Marcus Evans on the decline of Ipswich Town? Give a score out of 1 to 10, where 1 is completely unaccountable and 10 is completely accountable. It's, 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 it's so difficult to know, isn't it? Because, well, like I say, he's, he's effectively saved the club with his financial commitment and he continues to bankroll us to the tune of £6 million a year. But, yeah, he's made poor decisions with... Other than Mick McCarthy and Paul Hurst, as are to be confirmed, he's made poor decisions with management, poor decisions on sort of signings and players and giving money to the wrong people. And ultimately, the, the buck does stop with him. He's he's the decision maker and we haven't gone forwards in his ownership. That's all well and good, Joe, but Vinamipo wants a number out of 10. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six. Six out of 10. Dave, yeah, I'm, how... hovering around, I'm hovering around a seven, I think. Lovely stuff. Um, Dave. Can uh, I just is... say... Can I just say as a caveat, never should have got rid of Magilton. Carry on. <laughs> just throw that one in there and let that ruminate, Dave. Yeah. Just throw, throw that little grenade in there. This is Paul. Paul a pin, Lobbert. Um, if Paul Hurst does go, who comes in to replace him? If it is another pragmatic manager, would it not be best for Paul Hurst to continue and show faith even if we get relegated? There's only one man who can save us, Ben. There's only one man. Ian Holloway. Joe, what do you reckon? <laughs> I, I, I don't think... Um... <laughs> No, no, that was. I don't think it would be good for the pod. I'm pointing at Ben. That was. Oh ben. Think, think how good it, exactly. Think how good it'd be for the pod. It'd be awesome every week. We'd get him on. We'd probably get him on. <laughs> no, no. You no. get ready to go head to head with you. Stop now, <laughs> David. Stop it. Okay. Um, Andy G. Unbelievable. Um, we, did, we, did, we didn't really answer that, did we? No, we didn't. Um, sensible <laughs> answer. Um, um, sensible answer. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd Warburton. I, I wouldn't mind that. 
Yeah, no, I, I like Warburton. That'd be my yeah. choice. But yeah. I, I'd imagine we'd probably end up somewhere more like Simon Grayson. Yes. We can do this yeah. one for we can do this one for YouTube only, I think, because this is a this is a visual exercise here from Andy Grimes. Hands up, who blames Magical Vegas? For okay. what? Uh, everything. Brexit. Trump. Kit looking terrible. You never have a good season. Oh, about oh, oh Kit looking terrible. Yeah. Oh, someone, please, someone's got to debunk Joe Fairs on that, right? On Twitter, please. You never have a good season with a bad looking kit. Someone tell me someone who won a won a trophy with a bad looking kit. That, that must Norwich. Every kit of Norwich's is bad. So <laughs> but it's not won anything. Oh, let's go. Third round of UEFA Cup with a dreadful shirt. Good team. Um, this is Jules. Um. What is it now? 24 players you so far. Um, Hurst doesn't know his best team or formation. My question is, our youngsters, and he lists lots of them, um, so maybe we'll go to Joe for this one of his youngsters, Dave. Um, why, why are they, obviously, why are they not being used over uh, loan players? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know, because it seemed that when Evans was talking about this five-point plan, when he did his on-camera interview, the the sort of the job ream, it was very much about using what we have here, using the coaching structure we have in place and the players we have in place. But Hurst has come in and, and not really looked to do that. And... Whether that's the case that he just wants to have a year getting his feet under the table, making sure he's getting up to speed at this division before he then slowly starts to integrate them, we we might not ever find out. Um, Dave, this is a similar. This is Chris Denny, similar one, but a bit more specific on Nolan. Can you see uh, Eden being used as a ten instead of Nolan? Yeah, I, I, I can. 
Did yeah, he play? I did he play so. that? I, I was at this Plymouth game. Did he play there against Wednesday, or was he? No, he was. He was in the two behind, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I think. No, I think we'd lose it. We I think we'd lose one. a lot of what Eden brings in that he picks up the ball from deep and drives forward. I think if you're playing him too far ahead of the ball, I'm not. I'm not sure that role suits him. I don't know. So something's got to give with Nolan. Something's got to give, and soon I think. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he starts on uh, if he starts on Saturday. This is a good one. I like these ones because you can give a one-word answer, guys. Um, this is Benjamin Steed. What an excellent name. How many what games? An excellent name. <laughs> what a name. Lovely name. Um, oh. <laughs> oh God, sorry. I was on Twitter the other day and I saw a thing of Brian Clough on his last game talking to Barry Davis just as he's finished and he starts crying. My God. Oh, yeah. oh went yeah. straight to my heart. Sorry, Benjamin Steed. Um, Barry Davis makes everything better, doesn't he? If we Did you just... see that documentary about him? Oh, uh, when he anyway. retired. Brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine him even just like I don't know if he if he smoked. Um, oh, can I have twenty twenty B and H, please? Lovely, lovely cigarette. <laughs> be pretty much. Um, uh, box of matches. I <laughs> know oh, it's David Coleman. Shit, we're all. Anyway, I have Go to on. say that's magnificent. Um, <laughs> Gascoigne. Um, Benjamin Steve. Oh, How many games can Hurst last without winning? I'm gonna go for fifteen. I'd say I'd say like, three more like next. It's like pontoon. Next international break. If we, so if we haven't 12. won by 12, so three more games. We've got some stinkers coming up as well after Saturday. I'd say, yeah, I'd say, we're now, hang on, what, what is Saturday's game? 10. Would Saturday be 10? Birmingham's yeah. 10. Borough is 11. Swansea is 12. I'll go 12. Well, <laughs> it's interesting. I was going to bring this up later in the pod, but that really does seem like a pivotal <laughs> date, that, when there's a two-week gap after. It's going to be 12 games up, which is pretty much... A quarter of a so, quarter of a season. So two week gap after the Swansea game. So October the sixth is Swansea, and then it's QPR uh-huh. on the twentieth. You know, you could get one, get a game. manager in to play against his former club against QPR. There. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Harvey Davies. Um, how worrying Great is name. it that Hurst still doesn't know his best starting eleven ten games in? Whose turn is yeah. it? Very, no, I'd, I'd say, I'd, I was going to say, very <laughs> worrying. I'm not going to say any more. Go on, Joe. Yeah, that's exactly the same. I was going to say, very worrying. <laughs> um, the- Andy, are we secretly enjoying this season because it's at least something different and we have loads to talk about? No, no. It was, it was for the first couple of games, wasn't it? It was great fun, and the, the, the ratings were fantastic, Andy. But the, the, the more we lose, I'm worried that our listeners are going to drop off. Please don't. We just. We just reverted to type, haven't we? That's the problem. I mean, if anyone, tell you what, anyone who came to that game yesterday, and certainly the first half, I know what you're going to say. Don't say it. I'm not, but <laughs> but you you would you would you if 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 you didn't know, you'd say, oh, he's got to go. Yeah. You know. Oh, I thought you were going to say. And no, you not co- the current you co- manager. You covered no, no, up no, the, anyone, yeah, you covered up the anyone, dugout, and you didn't know who was managing. No, exactly. In, yeah. in a sort of like a four-month time warp or something like that. Honestly, I don't know. I think we'd have looked more organised. Just a step to point, the left. Adventure in time. You said time warp. Um, I did. David, out of hearts and bones, surely it's better to back Hurst and battle relegation than chuck everything back up in the air and start yet again. Is that a question, Joe? Yeah, I suppose it is a question. If it's we're got going a question to go down, mark at the end go, of it. Sh- 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 it starts with surely as well. Don't call me Shirley. But... <laughs> 
No, I am. Um, Airplane, I, I Dave. If if you think he's the right man, then yeah, you you back him and, and you continue to you do continue to stick with him and hope he comes good. But like I say, there there seems to be so much talk coming out of the club at the moment about relationships between members of staff, which obviously take with a pinch of salt because it's always a lot leakier when results aren't good. But if if things are to be believed, they Hurst may not be the right man. Dave, have you not seen Airplane with Leslie Nielsen? I'm sure I have. There's like a joke every three seconds. You'd love it. That don't call me Shirley. As he keeps saying it, and it's one of those jokes. It's like it's like this. This is the type of stuff I write. Um, it's it's one of those where it's not really funny. Then it gets funny, and then it becomes awkward. And that's my favorite when it becomes yeah, awkward. Yeah. Afterwards, that's, yeah. that's Brent. That's Brent, isn't it? Well. This is Alistair, and we love Alistair. Putting aside emotional reactions, how much precedent right. is, there for, is there for a manager to fail to win his first 10 games and have turned it around in six months? What? Sorry, what was the question again? What? Um, how much precedent is there? Um, I think he's basically saying this this never happens. You fail to win your your first 10 games. Who, who, whoever has failed to win their first 10 games and oh, then I turned see. it around. That, does <laughs> yeah, it become yeah. just impossible and you need to change it? I, I think he's right. I think, yeah, that, that 12-game mark before the next break, if, if that um, monkey isn't off our backs by then, then, um, yeah, um, I think something might well happen. Um, Simon's asked about Nolan. You've talked about him. Luke. I've lost pretty much all faith now. Luke, it's okay. We're here from you. Too many changes um, and starting 11. Brentford second half was a great platform to build upon, but Saturday was abject. The players must take some responsibility. You may have, you may have lost faith, Luke, but that's not a question, so we can't answer that, but don't lose faith. Um uh, comment. Uh, Dizel, have we done Dizel today? A are little bored bit. Of, are we bored yeah. of talking about Dizel? I've got well, to part with I'll Hughes. I'll watch him play tomorrow night. So. Oh, oh is he, are they here tomorrow night? Who they got, yeah. Joe? Coventry, 7 o'clock oh, okay. at Portman Road. They're, 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 they're top of the league. Are we top of that league? Yeah, and the under-18s are top of the league. Yeah, no, yeah they're, they're playing really well, aren't they? Did you go yesterday? Yeah, yeah, 5-0. I missed yeah. the first two goals, but <laughs> who who's sorry, Benjamin? Who's shining for them? Anyone in particular? Well, Zach Brown has scored seven oh, goals in the last three yeah. games. Who's yeah. Charlie Brown's brother, who signed for Chelsea, so is he's sort of the Charlie, main that's man. His brother, was it? Yeah, yeah, his younger brother. So yeah, bloody Charlie Brown went to Chelsea for peanuts, didn't he? <laughs> uh, very good. I was going to go with the cha-cha slide yeah, but... that has Charlie Brown and it doesn't. Uh, uh, yeah. Lewis. What's going to happen first? Bishop Hughes or Addy Amy play or the first team get a win? <laughs> <laughs> Got to be the first team win. Far off, is it? We're talking FA Cup third round here, aren't we? <laughs> it might happen it on be. the same weekend. Might it has to be first team win. I, I, this, this, there's no sign of any of them. Sorry, Joe, you go all the games. Joe, what, where's, what's happened to Hughes? Well, he, he, he was playing and then he sort of didn't play the last two games, but apparently yeah. he's back training again. I just wonder whether he's someone that, if if Hurst is thinking his job is is on the line in the next few games, whether he just risks him because he is just such a good player. Him and he'll just get the crowd chuck him in and have I mean, a go. Everyone wants to see him back, don't they? Oh, yeah, but definitely. Not, not at the and, risk of his bloody health. No, but but look, and Addy Amy, I mean, the, the lesser spotted... I Addie. thought he retired. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think Unbelievable got, scene. I think you have got more chance of digging up a T-Rex in your garden or something and, um, than him actually getting, getting another appearance. It's unbelievable. Alex Pryke, do you think we've put all our eggs in Hearst basket, meaning there's no other choice to back him? Well, there's, al- there's always a choice, isn't there? But I do, I do think he's been allowed too much free reign on on the squad, effectively, this, this summer. I, I don't understand if if Evans is annoyed with him, which, again, <laughs> could just be rumours, but if Evans is annoyed, how has Evans allowed him to sign 12 players to sort of send these guys out on loan to sort of to mould the squad so heavily in, in this first window? Surely th- there should be someone... I know Evans isn't at the training ground much, and I think, I think this is a problem, that there's no one there with any authority... To, to sort of keep an eye on things and if Hurst is failing and fails I think Evans only has himself to blame for the lack of due diligence or the lack of control since he's been appointed is, is that is Harry Redknapp in a job at the moment um moving on uh Tom Rumsey says um oh he's talking about sports science I think we've done that Beacon Bow is talking about that quarter of a season um uh D-Day, whatever, we've done that. This is Beanie. Dave, can you give me any crumb of comfort, please? November the 24th, Blue Monday, live. <laughs> Be there. We'll have won a game by then. Yes. Maybe maybe the West yeah. Brom one. Yeah, Yeah, maybe that might be. What a, wow, what a catalyst that would be for the live show. No, I can't, at this moment in time, I no, I cannot grasp any crumbs of comfort really no um, um no i'm just going to read this to boost our to boost our egos it's this is this is andy gray not that one with, with, oh with, please oh is it not with an e tickaboo oh, tick for john mcginn wouldn't they jesus oh, um, oh let's let's go straight to the goal you watching bake off you watch bake off is your no. is your other half on there yet no Laddie well should I, I spoke to her about that, but um, you know, you know, Andy Gray would bring out his take a bow, but he'd only bring it out once every three months or whatever. Paul Hollywood, he does the handshake thing when they do it when ah, they do a good. Bow. He's yeah. doing it. He's doing it too much, and it's having. Oh, is he? I yeah, do watch it. Is he? Yeah, I'd too much. Too much. Anyway, he did it twice in one show a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Exactly. Um, Andy Gray, not that one, says. Um, P.S. As poor as we are currently. Your podcast would sit nowhere near the bottom. Oh, thanks, Andy. Oh. November thanks, the twenty-fourth. Come, come see us live at the Jeez, at, at the Curve Bar. Um, what we got? Renegade Statman. Who? We reminisce about Bobby Robson fighting with Baxter and Carroll. So why are we incensed that Hurst is stamping his own authority? You always trust Statman to come up with the complete opposite to everybody else says, can't you? Yeah. Is he just yeah. exerting his sure. authority? I'm not sure it's come to fisty cuffs yet. Stat has it. Well, we don't know. Is he also? I don't know. I, I said this before. Is he? Is he Hurst being him out? I mean, obviously, Doig is is number two. Is is it looks like an enforcer, doesn't he? He looks like someone not to be messed with, doesn't he? But Hurst is. I don't know. Hurston. Well, yeah. Hurston Bart in a Fool's count anywhere match. I'm I'm backing yeah, Bart. You'd think, really, you'd, think, you'd go with Bart every time. Bart against Doig, though. What would know. Bart's What would Bart's finishing move be? It would be like the. He'd get a can of tisky and smash it around his head. <laughs> you, think, you think Bart would fight dirty, do you? <laughs> um, Mark, uh, do you think Paul Hurst's post-match quote that 
He spoke to the players and said, if I'm in any shape or form making it more difficult for them to play, please come and see me and I'll try and take that away. It's an admission he may have made mistakes with his approach to the squad. He has been quite contrite about a few things, hasn't he? He did admit the three at the back didn't work, didn't he? But also, well, I did say he admitted yesterday that he, he got it wrong with Walters with hindsight, didn't I? I mean, OK, he's easy said that, but he said perhaps, you know, looking at it, the injury he picked up was as a sort of compensatory to the Achilles injury that he had. So he said, it said immediately afterwards that he probably got that wrong. But, yeah. I think he's talking a little bit too much about things like this. He's seeming to show a, a number of doubts when, when you sort of, seems to be doubting himself and, and too many things are too publicly. I think he needs to sort of stand up a bit stronger at the moment. Interesting. Um, this is the last one we'll do. This is Steve, who I met before the game. How many of our current problems can be traced to the previous regime? Joe. <laughs> I don't think many, to be honest. <laughs> like, maybe you can sort of say we've got some players that aren't that comfortable on the ball, but I'd say our best players yesterday were Nudson, Scoose and Chambers. And Arguably, they're probably the yeah. three, three survivor yeah. members. And I, I don't think, like I say, we've, we've, the previous regime has allowed... Ten million pounds in transfer fees to be raised, which has allowed this spending spree. So, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say much. We've still got the academy in place. Klug is still producing the players, but it's not translating to the first team at the moment. David, I, th- I think, I think the disappointing thing for me, Ben, is this, this whole and you know stage managers as, as it was when when the owner comes out was it april now crikey six months ago nearly when he comes out and says about the five-point plan and you know the, the key point one of the key cornerstones of the five-point plan was the academy and getting academy kids into the first team and i think I, I i don't think any any three of us here would think that we'd be sitting in the new season with downs fit um Dizel, Okay, we we all think he's fit, hopefully. Um, and neither, and not one of them would be anywhere near the team. Did we think that? I didn't. I got it down no, no. to a degree, but I, I oh, never thought definitely that. Definitely not. Especially no. when you saw sort of Ben Morris came on a sub on the first day of the season and looked oh. sharp. Nidham's the one that gets me. Nidham, um, you know, I'd, I'd class him all right. Perhaps a year, he's a, a year behind him. But the, the lad we got in from Fulham. Very similar players, surely, aren't they? Well, what, what does he yeah, do that Nidham doesn't? Very similar. Got yeah, no, I don't, I'd, I'd agree got with that. Stature, and in, in stature as well. You're not been, saying he's any stronger. Dave, been been coached by Slavisa Yukanovic, not Mick McCarthy. Well, I, well, okay, all right. Look, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah other than that, all right. He's, he, he trains most days with Ryan Sessing. A good point. Tom Kenny. But, did he, um, but, did, but yeah. did he, though? He was in there under 23. He well, yeah, exactly. He, he wasn't he? in and around the first team squad, so I can't to imagine. Me, but to me, I, I quite like him. I think Eden's a player. I think he, I think I, I do like him, but tell me he's that much better than Nidham. I don't see it. Very oh, yeah, similar player. I, I think he's better than Nidham currently at the moment, but in a year's time, what is going to be more useful for Ipswich Town Football Club? Yeah. Tristan Nidham getting 20 games under his belt or Tyo Eden getting 20 games under his belt and going back to Fulham. Exactly. The five, yeah, I, I don't. The five-point plan would have been a pentagon, wouldn't it? You were talking about the corners. If if the five points, that makes a pentagon, doesn't it? See, so yes. the, the corners would be <laughs> one of those open angles. You know when you send the cornerstone at the five-point? That was all I was thinking about when you were... When you were when you were saying, I'm having one of my days today. Thank you for everybody who tweeted in the pointy bits. 
<laughs> Thank you for everybody who tweeted in your questions. Please get them in every week. They form a vital part of our show, and we love to interact with our audience. And we'd love you to come on November the 24th, where you can interact face to face at the Curve Bar for the Blue Monday live show. Right, I say it every week. Let's do the roundup. We'll do the roundup quickly because you just want to talk about John McGinn's goal, Dave, don't you? Um, That's the only bit of championship football I've seen this week. So, oh, you need to. Oh, you need to see. Joe. Yeah, well, no, what I, else have, you seen, need to I see? have seen it. Um, what else do you need to see? Leeds one, Birmingham two. Leeds are falling apart again. Um, I mean, what a, what a championship! What a typical championship result that was. Where the um, hell did that result come from? Well, we're playing well, Birmingham next week. Birmingham been playing so. well, I think. So I think they've been very unlucky not to win a game. And Gary Monk back at his old club. Yeah, Monk has said that that they have been a bit unlucky. I mean, they missed the what was the penalty against you? Were you not? Were you there? West I can't Brom. remember. West Brom was yeah, a jot. Missed the penalty. Yeah, go yeah. two up. Yeah, that's, to be fair, I don't think that. Yeah, and they're drawn. I think they only lost twice. They're drawn like six games, haven't they? Mm. So yeah, um, could have go either way. Hard to beat. Hold that thought for a few minutes' time. Borough nil, Swansea nil. Can't be bothered to move on. Yeah, didn't West concede. West Shock. Brom 2, Millwall 0. Here's my prediction, right? If mm. Barnes, Gale and Rodriguez are fit, one of them will score in every game all three of them start. <laughs> you see that happening? <laughs> all three of them start, uh, one of them will score in every game that that happens. I w- uh, yeah, that would be a pretty good uh, good bet, that one, yeah. I, mm-hmm. think, I think it will happen there. Potent, potent threesome. You just wonder whether um, Darren Moore against Pulis and Bielsa will have the... Will be clever and cute yeah, enough. Yeah, probably, the, probably not. We'll see. Um, the Sheffield United number 17 has a really good game. <laughs> As Sheffield United beat Preston 3-2, they come back from uh, 2-0 down Preston to get it to 2-2. There's a lovely um, set play goal here, Dave, as well. Um, Basham heads in from who's cross? Oliver Norwood's cross. And, Ooh, then, great yeah. and then the, the Sheffield um, United number 17 scores the winner. Um, did you also see the Sheffield United number 17 played 91 minutes as well? When did that ever happen? Yeah, right, he didn't quite last, know, he, didn't we'll last 90, he didn't last 90 plus four, but I can't even remember him ever playing that, that you know, he's always. Well, someone who, was, someone who was very lucky to last 90 plus four was Joe Garner. As Wigan beat <laughs> Bristol City one nil, and the Ipswich Town Twitter comes alive. Joe, your thoughts on Joe Garner's kung fu tackle kick wrestling on um, Adam Webster? Well, it's a straight red card, isn't it? It's oh, brilliant, though, isn't if, it? If the, if the ref sees it, it's a red card, and I don't know whether I suppose he must just know that maybe Webster's a bit soft if you get into him because he must know him well because that, that looked very calculated didn't it I, I miss and him he even, gave, he even gave him the eyes afterwards didn't he I mean it was, that was that looked pretty to me it looked quite vindictive to me that was a wow I'm, Dave yeah. I miss him I miss him lots I know you do I know he's I one, know. Of my real, one of my real favourites he Brent. was Derby 3 Brentford 1 um, the Nuge scores in this one. Um, looks like mm. Lampard's... Um, I asked some Derby fans on YouTube um, whether that was Lampard's best best performance and, and they've got it they've got it going. So looking good for Derby. I'm going to move straight on. Forest 1, Rotherham 0. You can... Without even being at this game, you'll know that Rotherham stuck 10 behind the ball and played on the counter. And 86-minute pen, wasn't it? Forest yeah. broke them down in the 86, which brings us on to Villa 1, Wednesday 2. And Dave, you can describe your favourite goal ever, even better than Johnny Method's free kick and anything by Glenn Hoddle 
Even well, better than Maradona against England. Well, even better no, than anything okay, that all right. the Phenomo Ronaldo not, did. Not quite, but you will struggle to see. I don't think you'll see a better goal this season. Certainly not in the Championship. I'll be very surprised. So it's the Villa equaliser. So Sheffield Wednesday have gone one up. Matthias scored, I think. It's only about three or four minutes later. I think Adoma gets a ball wide. I think it's El Mohamed. He slings in a big cross. Baker, who's the former Villa player, isn't he? Sort of gets... Is that, no, it's not him, is it? No, he's Bristol City, I think. Anyway, sorry, ignore that. Gets in a bit of a muddle and sort of heads it back towards his own six-yard box. Someone else heads it clear. Good clearance. It's, dro- it's dropping out of the sky 20, between 20, 22, 23 yards. This is talent. It drops out of the sky. And McGinn, just the technique he shows, just hits it on the full. And for you, Ben, it's in the, it's, it's in the, top, it's in the top bin, as they say. But it's barring it. It's everything. It's barring in as well. Shall we a goal? Shall we start a a crowdfunder to get Barry Davis to voice over that goal? He would have lost his shit, wouldn't he? (laughs) He would have blown every bit of sound gear. Superb commentary by the guy. I don't know who's commentating on. Um, I don't know who's commentating on. You know, the commentator last night who did the summary of it. But he even said, "I've, I've never heard of an, an actual commentator say." He said, and he even looks a better goal because he hit the bar and in. I was yes. like, "Yeah, it's a, what a strike!" You, there, was, you there, it was, there was that angle was, from it behind. Wasn't oh, it? when the ball just so good. The, he actually gets a bit of curve on it as well. It curves. Oh my god, it's Yaboa esque. Then, moving on. QPR nil, Norwich won. I hate to break it to you. Norwich had a really good week. They were the only team to win all three games in the three-week game week. And um, I saw them on Wednesday at Reading. And Pookie is better than we all thought as well. So this is quite depressing. Clever goal he scored yesterday. Incredible goal. He, how he chested it in. How he sort of um, repositioned himself and, uh, and chested it in. Yeah. Should have, had a QPR, should have been nailed on penalty right at the end. I don't know if you saw the highlights. Absolutely. No. Uh, whoever, uh, a long, uh, Luongo, just about to pull the trigger about six yards out. And Steeperman, or could have been closer, actually, just pushes him over right in the chest. I don't know, play on. I haven't seen it. Bloody Norwich, hey. Um, so, Norwich. would you yep. let Saido Berahino take an injury time penalty? <laughs> 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 has, he, has, has he scored a goal yet? Yes, earlier, earlier in this game. Oh, he scored one. Yeah. Oh, earlier in this game. But he hadn't scored for uh, like two three seasons. years, had he? Yeah, two seasons. Two seasons and... No, I, I wouldn't. I think he had this was his second goal. Didn't he not score in the cup? But yeah, I wouldn't, no. No, no and one other question. Is Bradley Dax still going to be at Blackburn in February? <laughs> That's a shout, mate. That's a shout. I bet they hope he will be. Well, yeah. they, they apparently turned down 15 million from West Brom for him, didn't they, in, in August? So if... if if they're willing to turn down that sort of money, I, I can't see that fee going any higher. So, yeah, fair point. how much how much <laughs> they want for it? Um, Reading three, Hull nil. This is really depressing, right? Because I saw Hull on Saturday, and they weren't very good, and they beat Ipswich. And then I saw Reading on Wednesday, and they, and they weren't, weren't very, very good. good. And, and then Reading Hull. beat Hull three nil. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not looking good, mate. Should we it's talk about looking... John O'Shea being sent off with a bit of tissue over his mouth whilst bleeding? Oh, no, I didn't notice that. I saw yeah. he got sent. Oh, cool. Warrior. Th- 38. Warrior. Warrior. Yeah, but I bet John O'Shea's got like seven Premier League Champions winners medals and two Champions Probably. Leagues, hasn't he? Yeah, easily. Easily. One, yeah. one Champions League, I reckon. Has he? Um, How many yeah, did Fergie uh, win? 99. Chelsea game. The 2008. Chelsea game. Oh, and they lost twice in the final to Barcelona, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think probably one at best. I'm sure he perhaps would have played in that, wouldn't he? Or got Maybe Wes Brown has two. 
That could be possible. 99 have been around in 99, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. So no. um, Jonathan Greening. Uh, extrapolate. Ipswich 23rd <laughs> with five points from nine games. Clayton so we Black. picked up. We picked Fruit. up. <laughs> nowhere near. We picked up. Oh, no. um, he took it's a like free kick. Clayton Blackmore. Didn't we've um, boots. Picked up two points during the win. So the projection has gone 0.55 points per game up to 25 points from the season. So we're not in. Um, Mick McCarthy's uh, Sunderland or Paul Warren's Rotherham territory, but a good, strong relegation at, at this rate. Um, Nudson and Chambers, the only guys who have played the full set of 810 minutes. Top can, I, can I just quickly interject? How many points do we think? How many points did we have after how many games when Mick, the previous manager, came? I think it was seven after 13. <laughs> Actually, that might not be a bad total this year. Yeah. Think of games coming up. Another two draws in the next four. Yeah, that brings two up draws, two solid, yeah. two solid draws in the next four. Solid 0.5 two, points two, per game there. <laughs> two home draws, two away defeats. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> imagine, imagine that. You did the whole season losing all your away games and drawing all your games. That would be incredible. Can you see them winning away, can you see them winning an away game at the moment? No, I can't. No. Um, just, just, but, just a quick one back to you, Ben. Yeah. You, you obviously watch a lot of championship football. Have you seen three worse sides than us this season? Uh, good question. No, um, but... Uh, Hull are bad, Reading are bad, Rotherham won't score any points away from home, and Birmingham might get deducted 15. Okay. So that's four four possibles. But yeah, I don't... Uh, the teams that's down at the moment, I don't see Preston and no, Millwall. No, Preston are good, yeah. And, and Millwall will get enough points at home and yeah. straight results away. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, well, we, we know <sighs> yes. if, if if nothing changes, it's, it's relegation, isn't it? But I... I can't see nothing changing for the whole season, whether that means on the pitch or off it. Um, where do we get to? Uh, so Jackson's tied Edwards now on two goals as the top scorer in all competitions. Top assists, five players tied on one assist, including Freddie Sears. Um, should we go to two little ducks anyway? <laughs> go back to the past, Dave. You love forgotten about this. Yeah, where are we going, Ben? We go. Let me get the... it up. Let me get it up on my iPad. Hang on. Where no, are that's we? cheating. No, I'm not. It got very this week in ITFC history Ooh. there. Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going, Stat? Where are we going, Stat? We're going to the 6th of on, April ben. 2002, oh. and it's a vital relegation oh. battle between Bolton Wanderers oh. and Ipswich Town, and it's Bolton 4, Ipswich <clears throat> 1, on the 6th of April 2002. A must-win game to avoid relegation. The rules of Two Little Ducks are both... Uh, Dave and Joe can play. They can confer. They're going to try and name as many of the 22 players that started in this game. Um, we give them both a, a gimme, which is their, um, what do you call that? Your golden goose. Um, but if they, um, if they say a wrong player, they are out. Okay. Um, are we ready? Who wants to Who wants to say the obvious one first? Ferdy Bobich. Freddie Bobich, yes, one. Oh, Ferdie, oh, he's given me that. Ferdie yeah. from the Black uh, Eyed Peas, she couldn't score a hat trick. Did you have you seen her singing the national anthem at that basketball game? No. Let me guess, it went on for ages. It was, it was, it was but what like this podcast? <laughs> it was really, <laughs> <laughs> it was really Did bad. Did I am putting an appearance? No, I think they're. Yeah, I don't think they get along. Um, Joe. Oh, sorry. Um, well, Matt Holland never missed a league game, did he? So Matt Holland, there gonna, we go. I was going to say him. James Clapham. Uh, used substitute and he did score, yes. But that one doesn't oh, count towards your total. Uh, 
Okay. That's fine. You're still in. Um, George Burley made a triple substitution at halftime. I think we were four 0 down. Andy we Marshall. Andy Marshall's a great shout. Oh, that's a good shout. That's a good Did shout. Did he concede some awful goals in that game, Joe? I don't know. There's oh, a Bolton yeah. player in here, guys, that played 600 games for Bolton. 600. Yeah. Wow. Um, sorry, where were we? Um, Bolton. You might oh, be mates no. with Timu Puki. Yeah, wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah, you see Jaska Leinen. There we go. Um, I can see a World Cup winner, Joe. Um, Yuri Jokaev. Dave, I can see a two-times African Footballer of the Year down here. No, don't say... No, playing for Ipswich. So, don't say JJ Ipswich. Sorry, I just realised... No, I was, oh, was going to say... Um, Fanidi George. Fanidi George, one of my all-time favourites. You love him. I do. Um, Jermaine Wright. Do you want to play your golden goose on that one, Joe? Uh, I suppose I should. Yeah, you suppose you should. No, Jermaine Wright is not there, but it's a good thing that you played your golden goose on that one, or you would have been out on on six, Joe. (laughs) David? (laughs) What year year was it? 2002. One of your favourite attacking midfielders. Herman Her Her Herideson. Herman Herideson, good number seven. Um Marcus Bent. Yes, Marcus Bent, number eight. Tight tight was a huge substitute, so that's okay. You safe reaction. Um Mark Venus. Mark Venus. If I do this I can't see you, Ben, on my screen. Oh, dear. I'm doing Kevin Nolan's goal <laughs> celebration. Kevin Nolan? Kevin Nolan. Good. That's number 10 there. I think that's an acceptable total now. Um, no more gimmies from John, now on. John McGreal. John McGreal's good. 11. They don't need him. Ooh, ooh. Jim Magilton. No, Jim Magilton. You're out. But very, very good effort there. Right, let's go through these. There's some players in this Bolton team, Dave. Yaskalainen. Oh, let me stop. Kevin Davis. No. Um, I'll go making. I'll go through it. Um, Yaskalainen, Ungotti, Barnes, Whitlow, who you love, Joe. Um, Charlton, Warhurst, Gardner, Nolan, Jorkaev, Bobic, Wallace, used subs, France and Ricketts, Holdsworth. The Ipswich team: Marshall, Wilness, McGreal, Venus, Herideson, Peralta, Holland, oh, cool. Miller, Fanidi, Bent. Alan Armstrong, you subs, Titus Bramble, Jamie Clapham, Marcus Stewart. There's a little Marcus Stewart there for you. Oh, no. There oh, no. Put it up again, Joe. <laughs> Best bit of the podcast, that. Look at that. Beautiful. Look at that goatee beard. He had that done at, he had that done at Mikey's um, Kurdish barber, didn't he, that we always talk about. <laughs> Dave... Birmingham City next. We know that yeah. they're quite solid. They haven't lost many games. Keefton Belden, and Gardner, good shield in front. Uh, Yotta and Magoma, good winner, wingers. Um, powerful forwards, but not necessarily the biggest poachers. I know Adams scored two goals, but Adams and Jukovic, you wouldn't call. They're kind of, kind of, neither of them are real out-and-out strikers. But when you're bottom of the league, that's a difficult game, isn't it? Yeah, he's, I, I can't see he's getting anything there. <laughs> We're not, are we? We're not, though, are we? We're not going to get anything, are we? We're not. We're not. It's mate. It's it's getting all so predictable. Soft touch or what? Yeah, not getting. We aren't getting anything there. Joe. Joe. 
Yeah, no, I think I think they looked a good side. I've seen them. I've seen them twice this year. Yeah, but, and they should have won both those games. They, they, by all accounts, played well against Leeds yesterday and deserved the win. And I think, like I said, I think Gary Monk's a good manager, and I think they're a good side. And like I say, we, we're going to struggle. Yeah, is Paul Hurst going to line up with this similar team now? We we, we all moaned about him tinkering too much. Are we going to see? Well, he could he could even go unchanged, couldn't he? Get Denashian in right back. Do you know? Do you know? In, in previous seasons, even la- you know, last season, you always had like hope. Do you know what I mean? You always there were games like, oh yeah, okay, we didn't win against Bolton because Alma Goldrick was coming back or Waghorn missed out with an injury. Do you know what I mean? Or rested or something like that. But then you always had hope that okay, we got Birmingham away next week, but McGoldrick might be fit enough, and and you know Waghorn Selena might, be, might play, Waghorn yeah. will be back. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and Selina. We've got nothing, mate. We've got. I, I look at it now, and we've got anything like that. That's the worrying thing. That's the worrying thing. Lacking real quality. Absolutely. In that final no, third. That's, that's the thing that worries me a lot. We've got very little. <laughs> this is rubbish, isn't it? Well, it is, but it. But what? what well, do you disagree, Ben? What, what do you think? Um, you've seen it all, most of it. Yeah, I've seen most of it. Can't well. There's, I mean, there's, you there's, know, there's in no... any away game this season. All right, Rotherham, I suppose. I yeah, I wasn't Rotherham. at Rotherham. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Rotherham aside, where I think we did dominate for perhaps twenty minutes, didn't score, but then I think it was fairly even and but, game. But against Rotherham, you watch the highlights. Or Ellis Harrison had a good chance, but that was it. There was one good chance in the game. That's it, wasn't... it. Long ball from Chambers when he had a good bit of skill. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah. I think Nolan had a shot wide and stuff. But you've seen, uh, yeah, other away games. Okay, Derby was. We we are in the game at still obviously still in the game at nil nil. We didn't create anything, did we? No, um, and I think that's the big that's the biggest issue because the defensive record is not right? terrible, and only no. losing only losing four games isn't isn't terrible. It's the lack of goals and the lack of goal scoring chances because well, when when you look through the goals as well, um, you posted it I think earlier this time. Well, after the ten games, so after Saturday, so after the tenth game last season with Sunderland at home, all right, we scored five that day. But I think after that game, we'd won seven, drawn nought, lost three. We scored eighteen goals. Yeah, it was nineteen goals in the first nine. I was a bit annoyed at that stat because 19. that stat was attempting to prove that we were really good in front of goal last season and we're really terrible this season in the typical binary football fashion. When the truth is, yes, we're bad in front of goal this season, but we weren't that good in front of goal last season. We were the fifteenth top scorers in the division. So Oh thought, yeah, how it yeah. panned out, yeah. 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 But um, we, just, we we just had good good finishes last year really, didn't we? We did yeah, create we did. a lot, but well, we had that Garner. We had that ridiculous start where we'd scored like well, eight goals from ten Well, you talk about quality. In those games, we had four forwards on the pitch. We, we invariably had Sears, McGoldrick, um, Garner and Waghorn all on. Um, so Sears, here's, here's the thing. Sears, is, is there a shout for, for him to come in out of the cold and, 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 I don't know, play up? You know, something. I well, know Jackson's got that, probably got that spot now, but surely there's a shout for him to at least be on the bench, isn't it? He's, he's just disappeared. Is he playing under 23s, Joe? He hasn't been, no. Not even in the not even in the squad. But even but even like even Danny Rowe, he he was playing well for the under 23s. Went to Hull, came off the bench against Hull, and Apparently, he wasn't even like because the, they have like a 20 man first team squad effectively for games. Yeah. And I was down at Playford Road in the morning watching the under 18s, and he was just training with the under 23s, and then Danassian and Kenlock were the two unlucky ones to miss out because before the game they do a full sort of rundown effectively so 
like I say, Rose has gone from being a U-sub last weekend to not well, even like, in the 20-man squad. I, I like Rose, but you, you guys were there by all accounts. I think he touched the ball three times when he came on and gave it away every time, didn't he, or something? Is that is that I mean, right? He, he, he didn't do anything of note, certainly not. He didn't really get involved but, at all. But, but he's, you know, he's, in fairness to him, it's his first time, first game time in I don't know, God knows how long, you know, at the first team level. Um, you think at least could be on the bench for Tuesday. Well, I, I don't know, mate. I don't know. Messy, um, messy, messy. So, messy, not ex- not messy, messy. Yeah. But, as we always say, the championship we have on very good authority is bonkers. And just when you're, just when you've given up hope, we will, we will win. We will win from somewhere. I, I promise you, we will. Um, so, yeah, we shall see what happens. Um, Birmingham, Dave, are you back with this week in ITFC history this week? Yeah, we we are. We've got some crackers this week. We've got one game, um, I know, with the famous game, where including the goal that never was. We've got that game. And we've got a, um, amongst the other games, we've got quite a recent game. Oh, yeah. And and we we have got, um, we did. And we have got, and obviously we've got a Kevin Beatty game in there. Yeah. So it's it's a good game this week. So check that out middle of the week. Rich and Harry will be previewing the, uh, uh, Birmingham game and they're going to give you far more reason to be optimistic than, than <laughs> we just we just managed to do um, I know I've been a little bit flippant plugging the live show but we're really looking forward to it it's something we're putting a lot of um, effort and energy and some money behind as well so we would really ben, really Ben's actually Ben's actually designed me a sandwich board so I'm going to be walking up and down uh, <laughs> the end of the town, world is town. nigh yeah <laughs> end of the world is nigh the Blue Monday live podcast get your tickets here but yeah. please do tweet any of us I'm for, for, for details and um, all of you people who said oh I'm coming along please do grab a ticket because it really help us out um also on the youtube channel now um i've started doing embarrassing myself started doing some predictions before the weekend How'd you get on? yeah I, I must admit three I out of it. 11 this week <laughs> bad yeah well top two you, both played at keep home. a record of these well people will just you know obliterate me on youtube won't they which is which is the, the fun us standard standard people, yeah. Right? yeah um yeah. cool joe where can we follow you on twitter um, at Joe Fairs. And are you going to be tweeting from the um, under-23s tomorrow? Yeah, that'll be on at ITFC underscore Academy. Yeah, that's worth that's worth doing because Joe um, live tweets a lot of these um, games and often is quicker than the official account sometimes. So I'm like watching <laughs> it on my thing come down. I might, and... I might go along tomorrow. Yeah, I've been down this season. Well, yeah, there you I'm go. I'm and David Diamonds of the Blue Monday podcast will also will also be there so um, can't promise but I'm thinking about it see how cold it is can't promise and if you do see any of us at games we met a few people on Tuesday didn't we Dave do come and do come and say hello don't do that thing where you kind of stare and go is that the guy off the podcast come and talk to us come and say hello just quickly just quickly, did you see the tweet from our friend Mark Whitehead, who we met, I think before the first game of the season, an old football mate of mine, who's, whose daughter was just on, about to go on a soccer scholarship to the States. Um, she scored yes, her I first goal. It, this, yeah, yeah, yeah scored her first goal this week. Yeah, which was, uh, or no, they had her first win this week. I know she set up the goal, I think. Was it, Anna, as, good I think. As, Anna was it as good as John McGinn's? No. Yeah, sorry, just... sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Anna. No, she didn't didn't make... it, was, it was an assist by Anna, not a goal assist. <laughs> sorry, but yeah, no, that... There will not be a better goal this season. Shoot me down. There won't be a better goal this season than that. Shoot Anywhere me down. in the world. Joe, say goodbye. Get nominated for the Bushcats Award. Goodbye. <laughs> Dave, say goodbye. See you next week.
Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.